in what may be the first, a first in 222 history, we decided to start at one, and here we are, a one o'clock start on the button, Robbie. How about that? Normally, punctual. Normally, we spend too much time BSing back and forth. Uh, this time, we BSed a little bit. Uh, all and normally, we're just waiting for technical stuff to boot up. This time, all the technical stuff was ready, and look at us go. There you go. Oh, <laughs> let me do it the right way. Let me do it the right way. Mute. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. Now, right before we went on, you got very excited, and I'm the same way as you. We're not what we would call super handy dudes. So anytime we no. successfully complete uh, a manly task, even if it's not like super manly, but still borders on manly, we get very excited. And you recently. I guess got a new entertainment center for the basement area, and yeah. if I ask, if I ask people this who know you, they know the answer. But I think we all uh, will share it with everybody. What souvenir or collectible item do you love more than any other souvenir or collectible item? My belts. <laughs> no, your championships. My champ. Yes, I'm sorry. We don't use the word belts. Championship <laughs> titles. <laughs> All of your wrestling championship titles, and you put. <laughs> normal people have like Blu-rays or other, you know, entertainment tile style things. Maybe a bobblehead. Maybe some Funko Pops in their entertainment center. You have dolled your entertainment center up with nothing but championship titles. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is, baby. Wait, let's do, hold on. Don't move. One, two, three, four, five. Shift to your right a little bit. Your left. No, you're right. Five, six, seven, eight. Now you have nine belts now. I have ten. Ten. One okay. is doesn't fit in there. Oh, what? The old school Ric Flair belt does not fit in there. So, and I, I'm very happy with myself because I bought this. Uh, a retail store was closing, and they were selling their fixtures. I got these super cheap, so they're individual, like three boxes so to speak and i bought them all and i put them i painted them sanded them put them together and built entertainment center so i didn't like go buy this didn't have instructions i drilled the perfect holes in the back so the cords could go through you know what i mean you had a drill saw you know wait, 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 wait. I, I, a drill saw yeah so it's it's you so it's a drill it's your drill and the bit is a saw and it's a circle and you put up the end, and you put up, and it drills a perfect hole. It saws a perfect hole. How about that? Look at you. And so, you know, I can put my Blu-rays in and such. The new computer that I built sitting on top with the 70-inch TV right above. It's it was beautiful. It's it, my basement is back to where I want it to be. It's fantastic. Tim the Toolman Lessig. That's right. And now. We just have to get back to civilization, so I got people over and they can admire my new work. I can't wait to watch a wrestling pay per view uh, and admire your new work. When is the next pay per view? Is it tomorrow night? Uh, no, it is not till June. Okay. Um, it is uh, backlash, perhaps. So oh, I think by then we will all be back to normal. Well, closer to normal. We'll be yellowing by where then. we can congregate. Yes, less than ten people. Say. Now, yes. I think this will be. As long as everything goes as planned, this will be the last social distancing episode of the yes. 222 podcast, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, as far mm -hmm. as like, as far as viruses go, there may be vacation sprinkled in, but uh, yeah. I am planning on next week you being back in the basement studio. I can't wait! I can't wait! I have a drink already. Uh, not the one I talked to you earlier about, but I do have a drink. I found the Dr Pepper cream soda. Oh, I can't wait! So 
I'm saving that. Um, I, I'm excited to be back. And, and you know, listen, I, I know it's not back to normal. It is kind of back to normal for me because I don't really like more than 10 people. That's so, true. That's true. I'm, I'm with you there. No difference. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be fun. That means uh, if everything goes as planned, we're yellow next Friday. We'll have to schedule a time to do the show and uh, perhaps even put it up on Facebook Live and uh, take phone calls like I do on my uh, my own Facebook Live show. And you were you were up late last night. I was in bed almost already. Let last me tell night. you, if you watch Ooh, that, that show, uh, well, I had I had the show obviously for work, and then I I was going golfing with a couple of guys from the Reading Royals front office and behind the scenes game day people, and uh, I wasn't going to be home before six, but we got rained out on like hole twelve or something like that, so I could have made six. I will tell you, much like when we do the late night episodes. Even those episodes, sometimes I get a nap. I got no nap before this except for like a 10-minute span. I passed out on the sofa around 7 o'clock. And right around 9.40, you can even see it in the show because I went back and watched it because I felt like it. I hit a wall. And there's yeah. just and just physically, and I had nothing. Like, I just, I couldn't fill, I just couldn't fill. And I was like, I have, I don't even want to talk about anything. I just want to stop doing this. And I, I yeah. cut it. I cut it a little short because I was like, I was just too tired. You can, it's just yeah. amazing how you get to a point where it's just, nope, can't do it anymore. And I was completely done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. We do that. I mean, even when we're doing the show, we do that. I mean, because, you know, we have, we have real jobs. Yes. <laughs> now, this is and my real job, just not this, this part is. of my real job. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, um, it's, it's rough. Like, and listen, I'm not getting any younger. Um, either are you. And uh, we're up late, and it's tired, and I want to go to bed, damn it. Now, the funny thing is about you, you probably go to bed to sleep. I go to bed and just lay there and look at the ceiling because no. I don't really know how to sleep. I mean, I, I lay there, toss and turn uh-huh. and stuff, and depends how uh, tired I am. I probably didn't go to bed last night till like 11.30, but I just I had no more you know energy to uh, do anything. I just wanted to veg out, and that's what I did for the next couple yeah. hours. Now, today I slept in until about 9.30, so if I was going to do a late-night show tonight, I'd be ready. I'd be good to go. It's the getting up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning and then doing the late-night yeah. show. That is no good. Just absolutely no Which good. Which I did it once. I did it once, and, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy I don't do that every day. Oh, that's right. Black Friday. I forgot. I mean, not Black Friday. Good Friday. <laughs> It was Black Friday for the morning show, but it was. <laughs> yes. And by the way, the award winning episode. Well, a clip of that. Yes. A clip of that. Well, that's that, that's what pushed you over. Yeah. The, by the way, the, I can't believe the story of me wearing see through shorts is part of an award winning an award-winning uh, radio show. Well, it wasn't the story as much. It was the me responding to the story. That's right. I forgot. That's my fault. I, banter. I should have I mean, been. No. I mean, your story was great. I love the story. But the banter is what really shined the story. I shouldn't have jumped to conclusions. I apologize. That's Goodness. on me. That's okay. That's on me. Yes. But nonetheless, the award-winning mornings with Mike. <laughs> okay. And partly <laughs> let's get things started last week we went too long without getting the show started let's start the show let's reset let robbie continue to pat himself on the back and when we get back uh we'll uh, get into a couple other things i i have a question specifically for you that i'm i know i right. know you'll be able to answer so it's another episode another weekend <laughs> another hour here on the 222 podcast all 
right, flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. <laughs> so we're on zoom and we're just waiting because we can't talk while the uh like we normally do during the intro because he's you know there and i'm here and uh, so he picked up his phone robbie did and he had his hands right in front of the camera and i look at his fingers and his fingers are covered in slop so i have to tell him before the show starts there's something all over your fingers and then he just he stares deep into the camera and then lick each finger off slowly. Everything you do is sensual, Robbie. Everything. It's how I was brought up. That's how I was raised. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode. I think it's 198 of the 222 Podcast. He's Robbie. My name is Mike. Mikeandrobbie.podbean.com. You can email us at 222mnrgmail.com, facebook.com slash Mikeandrobbie, and on Twitter at Mikeandrobbie. Thanks so much for hanging out. Give us a review on the Apple Podcast app. We're also on Podbean, the uh, TuneIn app. We're all over. You'll be able to find us. Grab your Facebook page. Grab a friend's phone. Subscribe and uh, let them know they should spend an hour each and every week with the 222 podcast. Part of our intro, Robs, is the uh, <laughs> beginning uh, flight sequence for Armageddon. And today, after weather scrubbed the launch earlier this week, is the, or hopefully, hopefully today, if weather cooperates, is the SpaceX NASA launch. First time astronauts have uh, launched off on U.S. soil in almost a decade. And uh, I love space movies, space TV shows, and I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna be tuning in. I tuned on tuned in on Wednesday. Was a little disappointed when they had to scrub the thing at the 17 minute mark prior to the uh, launch, and uh, I'm uh, I'm excited today to watch it and uh, keep my fingers crossed and uh, my toes are already crossed because I have freak feet and uh, hope that everything goes well. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I mean, I I, I like space stuff. Obviously, space Star stuff. Wars, Star Trek. You know, space stuff is great. And I think it's cool, like, SpaceX just sounds cool, and Space Force just sounds cool, and, I mean, and, and it's, it's very exciting. I think, um, I'm glad we, we've gotten back to space exploration and things like that, because I think it's, uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I enjoy it. I think it's, it, I, it amazes me. I mean, it, it just really does. That, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if you ever, and it's funny, and I sound dorky here, but like, you ever just look up in the sky and be like, it doesn't end there. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's just a weird feeling if you start thinking too much about it and that those people are going to leave our planet, literally, and come back. It's pretty cool. What so, amazes so me. Good luck to them. Yeah, what amazes me, they're, they're, well, about everything about it amazes me, but you hear about these launches and they have to take place 
at the exact time they're scheduled. Like, they could have waited. Well, if they could have waited 10 minutes on Wednesday, the weather cleared and they could have launched. It was just at that moment, it was too dangerous to launch, and that's the moment, the moment they have to launch. I think they mm-hmm. call it an instantaneous launch. Like, it has to happen today at 322. I think on Wednesday, it was 433. If they get weathered out tomorrow, there's another wi- weathered out today, there's another window tomorrow where they have to launch at a certain time. And that's because of the math and the planet spinning and the orbit of the space station and how these guys got to get into space and leave the atmosphere. So all of that, like that precision, to be able to sit Mm -hmm. down and look at charts, look at uh, different mathematical equations and figure out this is the moment we have to launch to get into a certain point in orbit and then rise up and meet the space station and catch up to the space station. All that. You think about that, and that is literally impossible for 99.9999% of us, but there are these people out there who have this ability to think in these different ways that the rest of us just can't even imagine. Like, you think about how would you figure that out, and it's just, it's impossible. I don't even know how to get, I don't know how to get to step two. I don't know how to get to step two. I have problems figuring out 45% off of of jeans when they're on sale, let alone. (laughs) Yeah. You know, figuring out how to launch a friggin' rocket, you know, that's safe. I mean, it's just, it's it's beyond my my pea brain comprehension. Absolutely. And I'm so glad for people like that because it's just amazing. And um, yeah, it's just credit to those people that can do all that. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 I think in our lifetime, we'll see people land on Mars. I really do. I think that will happen in our lifetime. I think we will definitely see that. Um, maybe even colonize the moon. Who knows? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Right? I would like to. Some of that stuff happened. Yeah, and, you, and then you think about the actual astronauts and how this is technically a test flight. Like, they're going to fly up there. They're going to go to the space station. Originally, I think they were only supposed to spend a week up there, but now they're going to be up there for a little while longer because of different logistical issues. They might be up there for like 100 days or something like that, so a couple months before they come down. They don't exactly know how long they're going to keep these two guys up there on the International Space Station, but just the astronauts to have the balls. And that it's the cojones to get on top of this thing be the first humans to ride on this rocket i mean just on a regular basis flying to space is uh, just the most nerve-wracking thing you can ever think of but then to be the first to do it and just not mind sitting there and you talk about like anything you have to do to hurry up and wait and that's what they're doing they're hurrying up they get on top of this thing and they're up there like super early and then they just sit there for an hour and a half or whatever it is two hours and just wait until that clock gets down to zero and they can tick off. And I guess one of the most dangerous things that they do with this SpaceX rocket is they fuel it because they put in this super cold fuel for some reason. Like I read about it three times and I still don't understand it. That's how dumb I am. But they pump in this super cold fuel so they get better performance, but they can't do that until right before they launch. So that means the astronauts have to be sitting on top of this thing while they pump in the literal rocket fuel and that's when that's when crap can go down and that's when accidents and explosions can happen and these guys just sit there like it's no big deal and then you wait and then like on wednesday when it gets completely scrubbed out now they got to sit there and wait for the fuel to get pumped out and that took like 45 minutes so i just can't imagine how you can keep yourself calm and just not be so anxiety like as someone who has anxiety just yeah, just just laying in bed, like you mentioned earlier, just laying in bed. I can't imagine what it's like to have the calmness and the state of mind to be on top of that thing and just waiting. And I think too, a lot of these like space movies, space movies. really 
depict a lot of the actual like Apollo 11, you know, with Tom was it Apollo 11? Apollo 13. 13. When with Tom Hanks and stuff and all the stuff that went wrong. I mean, that's pretty yeah, it's pretty um it, it just give you an idea of the anxiety that they go through and, and, and a minor thing can go wrong that you're dead. I mean, seriously, and yeah. it's just to have that that resolve to go up there and just stone cold nerves and just I mean, it's just amazing to me. I mean, I couldn't do it. I I, I know I I couldn't do it. I would go through so many pairs of space underwear. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's Good thing you all floats. Just catch it. And- <laughs> That'd be embarrassing. If, when you, if you crap yourself, not only are you stuck in a small <laughs> space with someone, but it's just going to be floating out of your suit. <laughs> droplets everywhere. Like, yeah, there's only two of you. Was that you? Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was the monkey we're taking up here. <laughs> it's, not like like, it's not like when you get into an elevator. Uh, and you fart because you're alone in the elevator, and then someone else gets on, and that you look, <laughs> and you look at the person who got in like it was the guy before me. You know what I mean? You're like you blame yeah, it. I know. You was, can't do that in a space capsule. It was Ralph from Floor Thirteen. He's yeah. got some bad gas. Yeah, he had a chili party over the weekend. You can't do that. <laughs> you no. can't do that in a space capsule. There's only the two of you. So uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And like you, you mentioned Apollo Thirteen and the what went wrong. Like that's just like one little tube. Like they they explained it at the end of the movie how one thing that was made for the um uh the capsule at that time, the space uh, spacecraft at that time, um was manufactured like years prior and just was just not built right and it broke yeah and it was one little piece of a of a of a machine that had millions of pieces and that's the one thing yeah it's crazy yeah it's absolutely insane one quick thing that i was watching a little um uh, watching a little special earlier and i just only watched like 15 minutes of it and it was about the journey that spacex had been on to kind of get to this point today so they could launch this demo two, which is what they call it. And, you know, a lot of it was about Elon Musk and building SpaceX and all that stuff. And after the first first successful launch that was unmanned, they showed Elon Musk like in mission control. And he's turning around and I don't know what it is. It might there might only be one billionaire in on the planet who can high five and not look awkward and i think it's mark cuban but it's it must be like when as soon as you get to a certain amount of money that you've made in your career and as long as you didn't make it as an athlete you just lose the ability to high five anyone without looking like a robot because he high fived yeah, he high fived yeah. this guy and first of all he's high fiving people at NASA and people in mission control so they're probably pretty nerdy in their own right but the way he high fived them his arm was at a perfect 90 degree angle and his hand had was just it was rigid and had absolutely no give to it it was just like eh. Know, like it's only a three inch, <laughs> like a three inch range of motion, and he's like just honking a horn. Yeah, he's just going down the line, <laughs> high fiving these people. And I've just, I don't know what it is. There, there is no other group of people on the planet that look more awkward doing anything than billionaires high fiving. Yeah, and he's a crazy bastard, but I like him. I enjoy him. I think he's. I I, I don't know why. I think he's. I, I think he's very awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's a nerd. <laughs> He is. He's a big old nerd, and I, I just I, I think he's funny. But uh, well, you got to give him credit. Yeah. Guy who has billions of dollars, uh, and sure, he's got the fu money, as they say. But he wouldn't have to put that all on the line to build a space program. No, he could just sit on his in his pool and float and yeah, wipe his with hundreds. You which, know what I mean? Which is what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm worth a hundred billion. What, what? Let's build some rockets. Yeah, I mean, listen. 
I mean, and here's the thing, though. Isn't that awesome? Like, he is a nerd. And nerds tend, tend to love space and things like that. Oh, I'm sure and it's a dream, like, yeah. It's like a dream come true to him, which I think is awesome. I mean, and again, I respect that because it's work that I think needs to be done. It's not like he's just, again, yeah. buying models and cars, now they which did- also... They did, okay they did get a huge like deal, I think, uh, contract from the government to do this, some billion dollars. But I, I was watching, again, watching the story, this whole documentary thing, and the first $100 million to start the company came out of his pocket. And yeah. it, he could have eas- it, it was a success, but it could have just as easily been a failure, and he would have lost yep. that $100 million. They said uh, they had one journalist on there, and they say there's a, there's a, um, there's a saying in the world of like, or the industry of space, uh, the quickest or the easiest way to become a millionaire in space travel is to start off as a billionaire. In other words, uh, you know, you can have lots of money and you're going to try to do space stuff and then you're going to lose yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it could have all gone wrong. Now they've had test rockets before, correct? Like yeah. That I yeah. They, they had sent them up. They tested this rocket in the first hundred million when they were trying to get this contract and try to become a successful space thing. They made they had enough money to make four rockets, right? And they were going to test those rockets. The first three rockets, I think, exploded. So they were down to their last <laughs> rocket, and that thing wow. worked. So you talk about like an American success wow. story and hanging in there. Like if I put in that much money and like the first rocket exploded, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm out. No, oh, cool, yeah. cool. I got, I got three more. Let's do the next one. And then the second rocket exploded. I'd be like, I don't know about. That. I mean, we should go back to the drawing board. Maybe <laughs> I, maybe I should just sell these rockets and put the money back into Tesla. Uh, maybe I should just work on that self-driving car nonsense because I don't think this is in the cards. And the crazy thing is, he's he's like a rags to riches type thing. Like from what I read about him, he he didn't have money. Like he, you yeah, know, I don't think he it comes a from a family. Guy. Yeah, he developed PayPal. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys. Into PayPal, PayPal was bought by like 150. Actually, I think it was like 600 million or something by eBay, and that's where he got all his money from. So I mean, it's you know, I mean, I, I respect that. I mean, so it's good for him. Uh, I hope it works. You know, everything is knock on wood and all that good stuff. And me too. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited too. I'm gonna watch it today. Um, I'm glad we decided to do this at one. And I told my daughter. You know, even though she wasn't real excited, I said, look, I think you should watch this. At 322, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch this. Yeah. So make sure that you're around the house in the three o'clock because I'd like to watch the whole lead up with you. And this is just something that you should see because, I mean, and I know she's not in school right now, but I guarantee if they were in school, they'd be talking about this because I remember being in school when the whole shuttle thing was going on. And we talked yeah. about the shuttle program in school. So I'm sure they'd be digging into this if they were in and school. And think about this. I mean, it's been, what, 10, 12 years since the last we sent someone to space? Nine since someone launched off U.S. soil. Okay, so nine years, and your daughter's 11? She's never, yeah, so she's never seen it. She could be 20 years old before this happens again. No, that, I mean, if, if it goes successful, this is going to become a, well, yeah. a regular thing. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it, so it could be a long time before. I mean, well, yeah, it's true. I guess you're right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she's never seen something. Yeah, like, it's something. If something amazing. goes terribly wrong, it could be a long time. And I yeah. mean, hopefully that is not the case. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and um, uh, it's just hard. It's just uh, you, you remember that we still have people up there, and you're like, yeah, we've been sending them to like Russia, and they've been launching in Russian spacecraft. And that's just that seems so wrong. Like it's, it does seem like you know we should, if anybody should be launching people into space, you'd think it should be us. 
I'm glad. I'm glad we've come around. I mean, I'm glad we. It's it's us. It's our people. It's our rockets. It's our land. Yeah. Go America. I'm with you. I, huge. I can't wait. I can't wait to jive, uh, jump into it tonight. Um, the thing I wanted to get into you with uh, about you, you've been doing a great job over this of uh, making food at home and uh, coming up with all these different dishes. And I know you enjoy cooking, but how how are you yes. picking which dishes to make? And are you running out of things that you want to make because you've been doing this now for the last two months, basically straight? And you've been if I'm if I'm not wrong, you've been doing probably at least three or four a week, right? Yeah, about three or four a week, I'd say. I'd say probably three, more likely. I mean, usually I have leftovers, or I'll I'll just eat a cup of noodle because sometimes it's just <laughs> it's a couple of noodle, cup of noodle kind of night. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say this. So, like at first, when this all happened, I just I have food in the freezer. I have an out a, a fridge in my garage, like you do. I have a freezer, and I keep meat and stuff. So at that point, I was kind of going through the freezer trying to figure out what's ready to go bad. <laughs> yeah, we do that. And, and you know what I mean? It's like, okay, what do I, okay, the date, this is about five and a half months out. Let's make this chicken thighs, <laughs> you know, or this, so that, um, and really it's what I'm hungry for. Uh, now I will tell you this, the burger recipe that I made. That looked amazing, by the way. I signed up for a food delivery service that you pick the recipes and they ship it to you in a box. What was it called? Because I've heard a bunch of these. I've heard a lot of, uh, uh, advertised on different podcasts. Every plate is the one that I've signed up every for. Every plate. It's, That's not the one I've heard, 30, but yeah. It's 30 bucks a week for three recipes and two servings. But for me, it's perfect because that's actually bre- that's a dinner and a lunch usually. Or, you know or, I mean? two, like, or two nights of dinners. Or two and, dinners. Yeah. yeah. So the burger and potatoes last night was at every plate. And it's really nice. They send ev- And also, I must say, like I'm trying to watch what i eat really because being at home you just eat all the time lots of grazing yeah so what i'm trying to do is like this is nice because it's portion control like i didn't go to the store and buy five pounds of burger and make 18 burgers and i'm gonna eat three at a sitting you get two you know what i mean and then you know so it's kind of nice portion control and everything's measured out for you you have to cook and chop and you have to prep everything yeah I mean, there's no, it's like it's a frozen dinner, uh, but it's nice. And it's actually cheaper per serving than going to the grocery store. Yeah, that's one of the things. A lot of recipes call for like three, four, five servings. And if you're just alone or if it's just two of you eating it, uh, it's too much. And then you end up with more yeah. leftovers than you can get to in a time frame. Then you get sick of it. So I, I agree. Yeah. If, you can, if you can make stuff in a smaller portion that's good for just one or two people, man, that's perfect. You're winning at that point. And- and also what's nice is like I would buy, let's say one recipe calls for a jar of horseradish. Mm-hmm. I don't use all that horseradish. So I'm spending $4 on a freaking jar of horseradish. It's going to sit in my fridge. I'm going to throw it away. They give you a little packet of horseradish. So really, I mean, it, it really to me, it's not as wasteful either. And, you know, I don't have 15 condiments in there I'm never going to use again. So I don't know. I like it. I mean, it, I am kind of running out of things to do. <laughs> like... I am coming. I and now and now I've gone so far. I feel like if I post something that's boring. No one's gonna like it. <laughs> I'm oh, making look, sandwiches look and salads. So <laughs> I'm. Look at this angle. He had a pastrami sandwich. I'm gonna <laughs> no. start doing that. When you post on Facebook, I'm gonna start posting my dinners underneath your dinners. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of my turkey sandwich. There you go. And really, to me, it's it's almost like a therapy thing. Really, like I love to cook, and it's a therapy type of like it just it's fun. Um, 
It's fun to post. Actually, that people have been commenting and stuff too. I've been using that better than takeout hashtag and people have been kind of responding and commenting and asking for the recipes and stuff. That's kind of cool. The problem is with that too. I don't have recipes folks. So if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and you see these, you ask me for a recipe. I don't have one. The picture is as much as you get. (laughs) Yeah. I can give you the ingredients. I can't tell you it's everything to me is to taste. So that's good. Now my next follow up question is, have there been any fails over this time? (laughs) Because that's what I think people really want to hear about. You should stop taking pictures of the success stories, and then you should start your own hashtag, I should have done takeout, because (laughs) look at the dumpster fire I just prepared. Um, There were a couple. There were a couple that I burned some. uh, There were two I remember that I think I burned something. I was trying to make some kind of chicken. Um, uh, And I will tell you, sometimes if they look good on the picture, they don't taste good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you see that sometimes so, like food will look really fancy but then you'll you'll yeah. give it a taste like boy i should i should have just licked my phone because i would have gotten yeah. more enjoyment I'll out gi- of it i'll give you the one i made um corned beef and cabbage and carrots okay and, and i i i put it in a pressure cooker and i added my own little concoction and i like i added brown sugar to it to make it a little on the sweet side and i glazed the carrots and cabbage and i browned the you glazer you, know, you. yeah Robbie I know, glazer. And, I and then i i slow cooked the brisket all day the corned beef and then i cut it and i ate it and i almost threw up oh, it was so fatty and gross it was disgusting. Now, was and, this something and- you got from sure. the mail order service, or is this something you did? No, from home? this was okay. th- this was something. Giant had corned beef on sale. I'm like, oh, I'll try corned beef, and I put in the freezer, and I and it was just gross. It was so fatty, piece of meat. It was gross, but it looked great on the picture. People like, oh, that looks great. Social media win. By the way, I don't think that was on the on the post. That should have been on the post. It, yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was just the, the <laughs> picture better than takeout. And like last night too, I'm dumb, which you didn't see on the picture. I took a bite of the burger before because I forgot to take a picture. Of it. That's okay. I think so that's I, cool. I think that's cool. That is. So I got it real close and I turned the burger. <laughs> you can see the bite mark. Um, but and yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's I don't know. It's fun. I think too, you can't be afraid to try stuff, right? You can't be afraid to fail. I guess not everyone's a, a home run. I mean, some are just okay. Some are like, oh my God, I could eat that every day. Um, but this recipe thing is cool. It's coming from things that I would never think before. Like one thing I'm excited I got this week, cherry meatballs. Okay, explain. Like, so it's a meatball, but it's like it, you make like this cherry sauce. Okay, so it's actual meat. You're not turning vegan on me. No, 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 no. Okay. God, come on. I, well, I'm, I, you know, I had a bit, I had a bit of a uh, yeah. heart murmur there when you said. No, 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 okay. not me. I love me some meat. Like I, I love animals, but I like to eat them too. And um, but you use the meatball, you get the cherry, and you make a glaze out of it, and like a cherry sauce. And I'm excited about that. that looks and a kung pao beef bowl, that came too. So I can't wait. A kung, kung pao beef ball. Robbie likes his. Robbie likes his chicken spicy, Mike. <laughs> What I think is um, perfect about you posting these is the fact that it really shows the social media personality between the two of us, how different it is. Because you don't want to post the fails on there. You want to post the pretty pictures of the great, <laughs> fantastic, finished product. And you, you won't even if it's bad, you don't want to say anything. Meanwhile, on the other side, 
a success to me is no fun. I don't want to put that up. I wait till I do something stupid and fail something miserably, and then that's when I will post that onto social media and share with everybody else. See, it, I think it has yeah, a lot but, to do with self confidence. That that is a great look into our self esteem right there. Well, and also that's your shtick, right? Like that's shtick, shtick. Yes, as in way of life, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, me, I'm auditioning for Food Network. I feel like maybe <laughs> someone Food Network will look at the better the takeout and be like, hey, this guy could be the next bald guy fury. <laughs> That's when you need to take me with you, and then I can just do some commentary while you cook. Oh, you're going to be like, I'll cook, and like, I want you to be asking. Like, I think that's a brilliant idea for a show. Like, I am the professional, per se, and you just ask silly questions. And I'm the village idiot. It's basically what I do and now. Where- like wear a strainer and stuff on your head. I think like you know, like or stuff like that. Like, I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I have no problem being the dummy. Uh, you know that absolutely, one hundred percent. So uh, two twenty two better than takeout. Two twenty two almost better than takeout. There you go. Uh, but sp- like- speaking of takeout, we got from the Why Missing Restaurant and Bakery their good. family meals last week, and they're doing this thing. And we uh, did two of the meals because they're they're so cheap. It's such a great deal. Um, it's fifteen dollars a piece. Uh, one of the ones we got was the fried chicken, and they have great fried chicken. It's eight pieces of mm-hmm. fried chicken, a big tub of mashed potatoes, a big tug of, tub of vegetables, and then a loaf of their bread. And then we also got the pot roast. There's a pound and a half of pot roast and another tub of That's potatoes, crazy. another tub of uh, vegetables, and then another loaf of bread. So we ate that for like four nights straight. We each got two meals That's out That's an of amazing it. deal. It was so good, and the <laughs> chicken was good, and that pot roast, it was out of this world, out of this world. And the mashed potatoes, my biggest problem with ordering mashed potatoes at any restaurant is that they use way too much butter. Now, I know I'm in the minority there. My wife loves it. I yes. don't like buttery mashed potatoes, but these mm. were just the right amount, and they were redskin mashed potatoes, which redskin oh, so mashed yeah. potatoes, redskin potato salad, that is so much better than every other potato. Did they, did they keep the skin on? Yes. See, I like that. See, some people don't like that. Oh, like, I, I like potato i think it adds some texture and then it's it's good that their chicken is amazing that looked good for 15 bucks i might do that this week because that just i love their chicken like i love fried chicken and they do it well they they do it it's very crispy skin and i love their fried chicken that was 15 bucks 15 bucks a piece so we spent 30 bucks and we had four meals and yeah and by the way the veggies because you'll eat more you know the meat and stuff goes and the potatoes go faster the veggies were great you have to. I mean, they were they were they were just they were just roasted. Like they didn't add any seasoning to them because I think they want to make yeah. them wild appeal. So you have to season them yourself, which is fine. A little garlic, salt, a little black pepper. They're 100 percent fantastic. Yeah. But the veggies lasted probably five or six meals till we got through the veggies. Yeah, because the meat was yeah. so good. We just we just gorged ourselves on the meat and the potatoes, and it was awesome. And the problem is, like, if you said which one should I get, which was better, I don't know which I'd tell you to get because they were both excellent. Yeah. So I would say just get both. Yeah. Just get both. Get the pot roast yeah. and get the fried chicken. Yeah, I, I might just do it because I, I might just get the fried chicken this week and then get the, the roast beef the next Because my problem is, like, since that lasts you four days, that might last me eight because it's just me. Yeah. I mean, cheese is that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I oh, that I was so jealous. That I, I actually, I lied. That eight piece chicken will last a night. I'm not, I, let's like, who, who the hell? Is you could do that in two nights. Because I'm, I'm just going to sit and gorge it's all a, day. It's a breast, it's a thigh, it's a leg, and it's a wing, right? And then there's two, it's the two of those. I won't be able to stop. You can stop. 
Here, just just put four on your plate and then go. Uh, but and then you know what you do too? Then you get a little little hot honey. You drizzle the hot honey over top of it. Oh. What you guys can't see is how I love talking food with Robbie because, like me, he gets very excited mm. for it. He knows more about it than I do. But right there, he leaned into the mm. camera, so I knew. I so, so I knew I that he. My was, lips. So I knew that he was serious about what was about to come out of his mouth. So, uh, you ever have hot honey? Did you ever have hot honey on fried chicken? Now, is it like warm honey or is it spicy honey? Spicy honey. I don't really like honey. Uh, but I'm telling you what, you get the honey and you put a little cayenne in it and you let it sit and then it kind of it absorbs that cayenne. And then you drizzle the honey over the fried chicken, the salty, greasy, and the sweet and the hot. Mm, sweet baby Jesus. That's good stuff. I did bring the Frank's Red Hot bottle to the table with me at mm. home and I was going to I was going to drizzle some of that on there, but I started eating the chicken. Yeah. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Never even opened the bottle of Red, uh, Frank's Red Hot. Yeah, I'm t- you'd like hot honey, uh, and some people will put like the red hot in the honey too. I think cayenne's better because it it doesn't alter the honey flavor; it just adds the, the heat. Yeah, well, I'm definitely gonna have to. We'll have to try that sometime. We'll have to try that. Maybe yes. even next week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what do you think we should get this week? Um, I don't know what we should do. We're we're, we're hungry. I want what something are your good. Options? Anything, anything. We're we're open to just about anything. What what, what should we do? If you hmm. were gonna order takeout this weekend, what that wasn't the why missing restaurant and bakery. What would Robbie Lessig get? Do you know what I'm really jonesing for? And I haven't, and I, and I know I've mentioned these guys all the time. It's my one of my favorite places. But like, I enjoy Sly Fox food a lot. I oh, have not had. Else. We went once. And, We've been once. Yeah, and I could really. Um, their fries are delicious too. Um, they had a um, a sandwich, a, a French dip sandwich. There, it was a special. It looked just au freaking amazing. Au jus. And I, I, I would go there. Um, Clingers has been posting some good. Prime, I've never had Clingers Prime Rib. They're Prime Very good. Rib. Mm. Uh, one thing. Did you uh, see I the was, ice cream? I'm sorry. You mentioned Clingers. Did you see the new ice cream thing at Clingers of Fleetwood? Fleetwood? Yes. Did you see they're doing booze ice cream? Yes. I saw that. That's amazing. I got to get to that. We got to talk. Hold on one second. Yeah, right, we, go, go say we what you were going to say there. there. I will tell you what. I, I want to read this on the, on the show here. Go ahead. If, if you like seafood the works and why i'm missing is doing like a seafood bake i think they're 15 bucks a piece but you get crab clusters and shrimp and sausage and potatoes and mussels and clams and like a big bake like 15 bucks a piece it's an amazing deal and you have to order them i guess ahead of time because it's like a thursday order and then they put it to, it looked amazing like that i would i'm in the mood I, i'm really in the mood for summer stuff you know what i mean like corn the cob i'm ready for that and, uh, so i don't know yeah I'm- tonight I'm- uh, I'm making personalized caramel caramelized onion meatloafs from Ooh. every plate. Yeah, I am uh, excited for summer stuff too. Speaking of summer stuff, and I'll get to the clinger stuff in just a second. Uh, I ordered. Well, wait, wait. Technically, my wife. I ordered it, but my wife is getting it for me. Which is the it, look. It's my. We're. It's all our money. We're married, so we're getting yeah. for Father's Day and my birthday. I'm getting a cornhole set. Oh, nice. So I'm very excited. So we ordered it. We found a, a what looks like a good one. It's hard to tell sometimes on Amazon. And uh, it comes in a bundle where you get the boards, the bags, and a carrying case. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, you think it's it says it's all coming from the same place. So we place the order. It's one order. And all of a sudden, I get three different confirmations and three different shipping things. So here, each color bean bag gets shipped separately. And the boxes and carrying case get shipped separately. So I'm getting three different shipments, and they're all coming on different days. 
So yesterday, that's weird. Yesterday, and I've been following the um, uh, the progress via the tracking software. Um, yesterday, yeah. the red bean bags arrived. Just the red ones. So sitting at ten feet. I know. I want to play. This day would be a great day for some cornhole, and I can't play because all I have the red bean bags are ten feet from me right now. Tomorrow, the blue bean bags arrive, and then Thursday, the boards come. Thank goodness the boards are coming both at the same time. I would have lost my s if the boards would have came separately. Like one board. Can you at a imagine? Time. <laughs> so you can only practice. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fu- I'm so pumped up for cornhole, and now I'm so like bummed out. It's like I'd rather not have anything than just have the red bean bag sitting there. Yeah, I I we haven't I haven't played cornhole since we played at Sly Fox that that time. That was I think that was that a good time. Might be it for me, but I'm super pumped to have my own set, uh, and I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to try them out. I'm I'm fired up. Yes. I, I think um, I might take my set with to the beach. So yeah, I'm definitely played, taking my set to the river. I think yeah. that would be fun to be, you know, to play on the beach and uh, and play a little bocce on the beach. Maybe bocce Love on the beach is great. You know what else is fun on the beach? Oh, two mm. things: uh, ultimate frisbee is fun on the beach. Oh, and also wiffle ball. Oh yeah, wiffle ball is yeah. great in the beach because you can dive. For like, yeah, it, won't hurt, it, no, won't hurt. it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's fun. All right, real quick Clingers, Cadillac, Creamery, they're adult milkshakes. Okay. First, mm. Orange Julius, Vanilla Ice Cream, Orange Juice, Triple Sec, and Smirnoff Orange Vodka. Oh, yeah, baby. Then you have the Clingers Frosty, Vanilla Ice Cream, Chocolate Ice Cream, Malt, Vanilla, and Chocolate Vodka. Mm. And the Malibu Breeze. Vanilla ice cream, pineapple, Malibu coconut rum, and a splash That's what I want. of cranberry juice. See, I, I was just going to ask you, which one do you want? I want the Clingers. I, I want the Clingers Frosty. I want the one with both vanilla and chocolate ice cream because I love a black and uh, black and white uh, milkshake, and I love some malt in there too. And then you have vanilla and chocolate vodka. That sounds like it's just going to be a, a black and white milkshake with a little warming sensation as it goes yeah, down your throat. I want. I love coconut. I know you don't like coconut. Oh, rum. nature's ass. But I love coconut rum and pineapple and that ice. Oh, you know that reminds me of a Dole Whip. That's a Dole Whip. That's a that's an adult daddy Dole Whip. Well, I don't know if it's quite as good, but we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> no. They also have a lot of great Sundays and stuff. So it's the uh, Clingers Cadillac Creamery menu at the um, uh, Clingers of Fleetwood. So are they open? Or I mean, are they starting are next they week? Open? I guess their outdoor area is going to be open because we'll be able to. Uh, actually, the Cadillac Creamery opens Tuesday. Nice. Uh, but I know next week, I guess whenever we go yellow and we're allowed to have the outdoor dining, whenever that starts, they're going to have their outdoor area open. They've got a nice big outdoor area there, so they should be doing I a lot. I just cannot wait to sit at a table with people. Even if it's me? Even if it's this table? Even if it's you. No. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I miss your sweet face oh, in my vicinity. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's been rough here. You know, it's been rough. Next week's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. I might just run around naked. Well, I mean, yeah. Actually, we're getting back to normal. I mean, actually, that's silly. That's, yeah, completely back to normal. <laughs> All right. A couple more things here. Uh, have you have Do you have any interest in HBO Max? Listen here. Okay. I, I'm going to be very serious with you for a second. Oh, we're getting Noelle, serious. Noelle is pissing me off. Your friend, your co-host. What's wrong with Noelle? 
Because he posts crap on Twitter and makes things appealing. Like, I was all not ready to do HBO Max. And they're like, oh, the Harry Potters are on there. Oh, this and this and this. He's this hard and irritating. Because he's going to make me spend money. Really, he's the one. So you can take this to Noel that I'm probably going to try HBO Max because of him. Oh, you dirty, dirty. <laughs> I found out. Now, here's I found out. Look, I'm cheap. I'm cheap. I spend zero dollars. They made a deal on launch day that if you get HBO through your Xfinity X1 system, it's FRWE free. So I was well, not going I, to get it, but yeah, there it is. Well, I also have read that if you get HBO Go, now I don't have cable, I cut the cord. And I have ways to watch live TV, we'll leave it at that. Um, but I heard if you get HBO Go, okay, you get HBO Max for free. So How much is HBO Go? 15 bucks. Oh, it's the same thing. That's why it's the same price. Yeah. But you get HBO Go, which is you get the live, like you get their shows right away. Okay. You know what I mean? So you get HBO the service, but you get the Max included. I feel like Max should come with HBO. Like if you get HBO in any way, shape, or form, they should give you the Max. Yeah, because let me tell you what, if I I would boycott them if you if, even if I wasn't getting it to spend thirty dollars a month on their services, that's just stupid. Yeah. Like that's dumb. But this is the, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Is it worth it? I mean, have I you don't found know. anything? I, I want to see the, the Snyder thing when it comes out, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. There's a lot of movies Did on you here. you see Darkseid, what he looks like? Yeah, oh, looks pretty cool. Looks good. Looks pretty cool. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff on there, but there's a lot of the stuff that's on HBO on the TV that is on here, like a lot of the same movies, all the same movies, all the same shows. Now, there are a couple, like, only HBO Max things. Like, there's a new line of Looney Tunes cartoons, I guess, on there. Uh, also, the DC <laughs> Doom Patrol show. Oh, okay. That is on here, so I want to watch that. Uh, so I, Can I, I be honest check that with you, out. too? I yep. mean, it's worth the $15 for to have Friends back. See, to me, watching Friends, or the rerun of Friends doesn't do it. I love Friends, but it's on TBS hours and hours every day. And listen, I, I hate the commercials, though. Like, I like, I've been watching Seinfeld on Hulu because I have I get Hulu for free. Yeah. So um, I've been watching on Hulu, but the problem is that there's commercials on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, I, I, mean, I get it. They got to pay the bills. They got to keep the lights on, you know, whatever. But I, that's why I like about it was on Netflix and Seinfeld is coming to Netflix. There's no commercials. So I'm, I'm probably going to get it. Let's see how much I like it. And I'll tell you, and I know this sounds so stupid. I know I could just go buy the Blu-rays and it would be cheaper in the long run. But then you got to put them in. <laughs> There's something freaking annoying about putting a disc in the damn machine. Then you got to switch the disc. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so annoying. It's almost annoying. Like, are you still watching? Of course I'm still watching. The TV's on. Like, I hate that question. You continue watching. Shut up. Yeah. Look, I have no life. Let's not get into it. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Let's not talk about it. Acknowledge it. It's fine. But yeah, Noel. He he pushed me over the edge. Well, he, you know, remember he got it for free as well. He has AT and T, so his AT and T, whatever, whatever he's got, uh, whatever. Maybe it's not. I don't know what it is, but whatever. If you have Direct TV, Direct TV, Direct TV through Direct TV through AT and T, and that's how he yes. gets it for free. So he got he was getting it. So he was excited about uh, it. And there is some stuff on there I want to check out. I don't think I'd pay for it. And I, if if I was going to get it, it would have nothing to do with Friends. These old TV shows, and I'm I'm obviously in the minority on this, but these old TV shows that are offered on these streaming services, and they're a huge deal. And these companies are paying hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars for Friends, for Seinfeld, for The Office, for Big Bang Theory. It appeals to me none 
that they're on there because mm. I have not once sat down, not one time sat down and put The Office on Netflix, put Friends when it was on Netflix. I have never done that to rewatch. If I want to rewatch these shows, it's usually because I stumbled upon them. And you can watch yeah. five hours on like three <clears throat> nights a week of The Office on Comedy Central. And I'd rather do that yeah. because where would I pick? Would I just go through the series? I, I don't know what I would do. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I, I like just kind of bebopping around the way it's um, presented <laughs> on television. For me, it's since, you know, this whole working for home is new to a lot of folks. I've been doing this for seven and a half years. I, I get where you're coming from because it's on the yeah, background. And that's, yeah. yeah, it's on the background and also like going to sleep. I don't like to watch things I have to pay attention to, right? I get that. Like, and to me, like you do your podcast when you sleep. I like, I have to have TV on to sleep and I have that on. And I can just, I'm not going to be like, oh, my attention's on a new show or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. It is nice. And you, and then then the thing is, too, like, if I'm about to fall asleep and it stops, got to change a freaking disc, I'm going to be all awake. Got to get up and change the disc. This way it just runs. So, I don't know. I'm going to check it out. I don't have HBO. I do want HBO since I've cut the cord. Like, I used to have HBO and I didn't. So, I was going to plan on getting this anyway. So, that was kind of like an added benefit to get the max yeah i like hbo um you know their shows are great and this max thing i'm definitely going to uh, check out I'm, i'll tell you what though i'm cutting apple plus once that's due i'm not oh i'm not paying for apple plus no no and like nothing on there has besides the, the the early show or the today show or whatever uh the defend this defending jacob show is pretty good uh -huh, with with captain, with captain america Cap yeah it's actually pretty good it it's it's an intense show but it's really good. And I also like the For All Mankind. So the three shows I've watched, and I would say of all those three shows, The Morning Show is probably my least favorite. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think the other shows are better than The Morning Show was. Um, yeah. I wasn't as high on The Morning Show as you were. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was yeah. uh, fantastic. But um, The For All Mankind Space Show was very good. And This Defending Jacob is very good. We The, the season finale came out. Friday, we haven't watched it yet, so yesterday, so we'll have to probably uh, check that out tonight. One show we did start is on Amazon Prime. Have you seen the commercials for this upload? It's kind Explain of... to me. I think I have. It's it's in the future, and it's uh, when, you, when you're dying. What they do is instead of letting you die, they upload your consciousness to like a Robbie virtual... Amell. To watch a virtual, uh, a virtual heaven. Yeah, Robbie Amell's in there. Uh, uh, Green Arrow's uh, cousin. Oh, he. You know what? He does look like Green Arrow. Yes, very good looking yes. guy. Very good looking guy. Yes, very he, good looking. He's the lead of that. Yeah, and we've been watching that, and it's uh, it's okay. It's funny. It has its moments, but there was one, there was one moment, and it takes place not only in the virtual heaven, but it also takes place in the real world because he's dealing with like his angel and his girlfriend who's still in the real world and all this nonsense. And I don't want to give it away. Go ahead and watch it. And you know, so you see some scenes of actual living people who are still living and everything's futuristic. Like they don't have phones anymore. The, what you do is you just make like an L with your hand. You put your four fingers together and stick your thumb out at a 90 degree angle and a screen appears. And that's how you talk. Oh, to that's people. awesome. Yeah. It's like it, a chip somehow and a projection device implanted in your, in the corner of your the crook of your uh, thumb and finger, whatever that is there, and it comes out there. And one of the I'm other all about it. one of the other things is you go to the grocery store and if you want to buy condoms, you stand in front of a scanner 
and it scans you and tells you what sized condoms you should wear. So there is a scene where this one guy is going to buy condoms and he gets scanned and they're like, you wear a medium. And there's like a girl standing there. He's like, I'm just going to go ahead and take the large. <laughs> and, he, and all it made me think was, like, I haven't bought condoms in, because I'm a married dude, in a long time. But let me tell you, yeah. there was nothing worse than purchasing yes. condoms. Like, even as an adult. I remember the first time I did it. Oh, like, it's horrible. I was so embarrassed. And when I bought them, they weren't even in an aisle. They were behind the counter, I think, and I had to ask, you had to for, ask them. for them. Yeah. So I had to go up to this older lady in a drugstore. I think it was the Rite Aid off Shilling- in Shillington off Lancaster Avenue. I still remember it. The one next to the DMV. And I had to go <laughs> yeah, in there, yeah. and I had to ask this woman for condoms from behind the counter. And it was the most embarrassing thing. And I just I can't imagine if they were scanning you and telling you what size you wore, nobody yeah. would ever buy condoms. No one no, would ever buy condoms. No, and it's funny too because it's like you're being responsible. Yeah, but it's so embarrassing. And now you're <laughs> shaming. Yeah, now you're you'd feel weird. Like you feel like you're being judged every time you buy them. And that was just hilarious. And then then this, he grabs the large and walks away. You know how um, they make an announcement if you need help, like uh, consultation in aisle four. Well, they they yeah. all of a sudden there was an announcement in the entire supermarket: condom size dispute in aisle seventeen. It was over the last video. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me That's hilarious. Made me laugh out loud. Yeah. See, you gotta go up to the the, the, the counter of confidence and be like two boxes. It's gonna be a long weekend. <laughs> no, I was just I was like, do you sell singles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a month's supply, so I just need one. Just need one. Yeah. Um just yeah. one, please. Just one. Just one. And then I'll need some tissues for the tears afterwards. <laughs> Both of us will be crying when it's over. Who's the tissues for? Both of us. We're both going to cry over the disappointment of me after it's all said and done. <laughs> hey, you're a married dude, and you have a kid. You did it right once. Yeah. <laughs> Blind squirrel. Nut. Um, quite literally. Um, I was listening to uh, the Jim and Sand show on XM this week, Sirius XM, and they had Leno on. And I've mm. never, like, I don't know what it is. I liked when Conan hosted the Tonight Show. I'm not a Leno guy. I'm not a Fallon guy. I don't like the way they go with their co- uh, comedians on the Tonight Show. But he was on. And the best part of the interview was him trying to figure out Zoom in the beginning. Like, just him <laughs> failing miserably. Like, every grandfather in America right now trying to connect yep. Zoom brought me a lot of joy. And he, I will say this, he is so old school. You listen to the interview, and they have comedians on all the time. And these comedians come on and they just have conversations. They just hang out, talk about what they've been up to. Yeah. And, you know, these are naturally funny people along with Jim and Sam. So they're able to make the conversation entertaining and fun. Which yeah. is, I think, what all of us who do dopey shows like this, we try to do. These guys do it on a much higher level. They're fantastic. And, you know, that's what that's what these shows are now. And Jay comes on and it's such old school. Like, he's doing jokes that he's written, obviously during this interview and they're very funny and the guys are enjoying them but at the same time from like a radio host standpoint i can feel jim and sam 
trying to just have a conversation Station, with yeah. him, and they're just trying to talk to him, and he just can't do it. He's just so old school. He needs to fire yeah. jokes in there like yeah. constantly. And they're so and they're 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 cute, adorable one liners. Like I wouldn't want to go if he was telling these jokes on stage. I'm like, why am I paying? Why am I paying eighty dollars for this? But I mean, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. But it was just it was a look at like what I imagine all these XM podcasts all these shows would be like if the show business mentality was still the same as it was in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. It's almost like, I don't know. I compare a lot of things to wrestling, but like back in the day, wrestling was such a, there are good guys and bad guys. The good guys hate the bad guys, the bad guys, they don't travel together. Really in reality, they're all friends, you know, like they're coworkers. They're coworkers. And the same thing I feel like with like comedians always had to be on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, it was always like, this is who I am on stage. I'm not a real person. Like, I'm always funny. I'm always doing sticky stuff. You know what I mean? And I feel we're, as a society, I'm a, maybe that's a big word, but like, you know, like we're past that. Like, I would rather hear what J Lo is doing in his retirement yeah. years. And he, like a and, conversation of the real person. Yep. And many times he kept saying, nobody wants to hear about these things. And eventually he got into it. And it was entertaining, and I enjoyed it. I was like, "Why didn't I wish yeah. you would have broken into this a little bit earlier on, and uh, you know, wouldn't have fought him so much?" But I think it's just, you know, it's just what he's what he does. You know it's what I mean? hard to go. It's when you're used to doing that for. I mean, he's been in showbiz yeah. forever. It's hard to revert to that. And I think like some comedians, like Seinfeld, kind of does it a little bit. Like he's so sticky, but I feel like he's more of a personality. Did you but hear him on Stern? No, I didn't hear him yet. I have to watch. I, don't so listen good. to it. Don't listen to it. Oh, don't listen to it. It's just, uh, it's Jerry breaking down comedy, and it's just, I'm over it. I love Jerry. I love Seinfeld, but he's just such a, <laughs> just a jerk. I don't know. I, I'd rather people just be funny than all the time. Like if he was only occasionally breaking down comedy. And telling th- why things are funny and how he likes things and what things are funny and how people should be funny, I would it'd be interesting. But every show he's on, it's the same conversation, and it's just I I, I just feel like he's I don't know holier than now type it, of thing. It's just he's I know he's a comedy genius, and we he should be telling people I don't just ha- just entertain me, just entertain me. But here's here's the thing though too, and like I'm not and I am a. Seinfeld and Mark, so were you. Not discounting him, but that show made put him on the map, right? I mean, his, his stand-up was good, and oh, he had yeah. specials, but his show was his, you know, that success of that show is what made him. But that was just not oh, just him. No, it was Larry David, was, too. Larry yeah. David, the writers, the ensemble. And to me, I, I get a little irritated when he goes off these tangents about how well, he's a comedy, because if that cast didn't work and that show wasn't a hit without all those components, would he be as big as he yeah, is now? He'd probably still be. I think he's his comedy would still be, the, would be as good as, but he, he wouldn't be a billionaire. No, 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 the billionaire I and mean, all that money, most of the money comes from the Seinfeld TV show. I mean, he, I think he is fantastic. I, and I think, I, I think, I unfortunately away from him. No. And I think unfortunately yeah. just his other, um, just his other shows, like uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, like his tone in that sometimes, and you know, saying that he only likes comedians. I just feel like that's all now. That's all. I'm influenced so much by that with everything that he says, knowing that he's kind of a jackass. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. I want him to be 
so much better than that. And here's the thing is too, like I like comedians that are jackasses and that's part of their stick. Yeah. Like uh, I, who did the soup. Um, yeah. Joel um, McHale. I yes. I think like his stick is being an asshole. He's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. I mean, like he's a really nice guy, but I think Seinfeld is an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I think he is too. And, and he portrays an a-hole and that's who he is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's just unfortunate. And it, it, you know, I want him to be the, the guy that we all want him to be, and unfortunately, you know, he's kind of a jerk. I will tell you this, though. Listening to that show, they talk a lot about the Jim and Sam show. Uh, Seinfeld was on Stern, by the way. Um, but uh, they talk a lot about every now and again, like old Opie and Anthony days. And I recently mm-hmm. on YouTube started going down, like listening to old segments, and they've got like three-hour stretches sometimes of Opie and Anthony stuff. And I used to listen to that show all the time. I didn't hear it when it was on XM back in the day. But man, oh man, the stuff they used to do on that show. I mean, all radio back in the day, the stuff they used to do. It is just wild what they got away with and then took it serious and couldn't do it. No. Couldn't do it. No. Today. And I'll tell you what, I watch, I've been, I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. There are things that they could get away with. Yeah. Friends, even, they'd be crucified. Like, oh, The Office. (sighs) You don't even have to go back that far. The Office. Yeah, The Office. Yeah. Oh, is Michael? Yeah, early oh early seasons. Michael, that first, like the first, I think episode two was um, the um, um, sensitivity training. When oh yeah, that's right. It was all about like race. I mean, you could never get away with that in 2020. No. Never. And the, the sexist jokes that Michael oh. says. Funny, you know, and it just. I mean, not even jokes. It's just in, his character is just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, it's it's uh, yeah. I I I don't know. I. I miss when we were not so serious. hundred percent. Well, not when everybody was offended for everyone else all the time. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. All right. We got to get on out of here. Another episode in the books of the 222 podcast. Hopefully the final episode where Robbie and I are kept apart. Hopefully starting next week, he'll be back in the basement studio. We'll be back doing two drinks, two snacks and hanging out and having some fun with you each and every week. When do you go on vacation again? June 14th-ish. So we get maybe a week or two of you back in studio. And listen, I might just take my laptop. I might just do it from the ocean. We'll see. Whatever you want to do. I don't want to bother you. I want you to have a good vacation. No, see, I'm going to big time the people I'm going with. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a big deal that I can't cancel the show. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? A little, how you doing? Like, oh, celebrity around us now. I'm glad it's not that you really want to do the show. You just want to look like a big deal. While you do, well, I, mean, I, I don't look like I'm a big deal. That's true, but you know what? It's important, much like Seinfeld, to stay in character. It's the my brand. It's you brand. have to maintain the brand. It's the Lessig brand. All right, we got to get out of here. Don't forget to reach out to us: two twenty two mnrgmailcom facebookcom slash Mike and Robbie, and on Twitter at Mike and Robbie, and share us on social media and subscribe on a friend or family member's phone. Robbie, what do you want to say to these people? Five stars, baby. Give it to us. Five stars. We love those reviews. See you later. Do it up.